Hello Panthers fans and welcome back to Claude Weekly, episode 6 of your favourite VIJHL podcast on the Peninsula Panthers. My name is Ben, not Big Ben, not the B-Man this week, it's just Ben, and I am delighted to welcome back the esteemed, the man himself, he hasn't fallen over yet and I haven't seen him have a date yet, Mr. Malcolm Sticky Fletcher. Sticky, welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, feels good to be back. Got a big episode. I think it's the biggest one yet. A uh, bit, bit of a bigger group. We got a got a whole line going today. So uh, let's hand it over to you, boys. Introduce yourselves. Tell me who you are. Uh, well, first, I'm um, number 19, Denver Maloney. I play left wing, and um, from from the peninsula here, so I stay close to home. I'm sticking with the Panthers. <laughs> And I'm number 21, Logan Spears, play center on this line. Uh, hometown, home guy, Peninsula <laughs> Panthers and Eagles. Uh, Lucas Thompson Fittis, number 16 here, running the right side on the line. Uh, I'm from Toronto, but moved here about two years wow. ago. So uh, just... Just, just chilling now and yeah, just living the dream here, eh? From Toronto. Living All right, it. boys. So you guys are on the same line. It looks like so far. So, like, tell me, tell me something a little bit about each other. You know that you guys think is gonna work well. You know. Oh, me and Logan have played together for so many years, just like in minor hockey. So we we know how each other play, and we saw Fids last year and how he grinded in the playoffs, and he gets he gets that puck out of the corner really easily. So it'll be nice for him to play on our right side. Yeah, Denver and I have been together since we like started playing hockey and Fids from last year he started throwing the body around hard, started getting in the corners like Denver said and just good team guy and good good right winger, so it's going to be exciting. Yeah, just looking to muck it up here a little bit, uh, help create some opportunities for the boys here. And, you know, I saw how they played. They're both super fast, create space, and I'm just trying to do my best here to help us uh, succeed. Yeah, Fids, you know, you're only 17 now, last year 16. You got to be feeling a little cocky now, like a couple 19-year-olds by your side. Like, tell me what it's going like for me from 16, you know. You're kind of at the bottom of the food chain. Now you're kind of going up. You're in your second year. Tell me what you think is going to change by you, by your play. You know, could say a little bit cocky. I don't know. But, uh, uh, yeah, you know, just in the role, being slotted in as a 16-year-old, just trying to do whatever it takes to help the boys win here. And I'm excited to get a little bit more responsibility and play a little bit of a bigger role here. What's the off-season been like? A very unique off-season for you guys, of course, after the interruption, the cancellation in the midst of a playoffs. I mean, how have you guys found the off-season? What have you guys been up to before you could even hit the ice? Well, yeah, no, obviously I definitely missed being on the ice, just sitting at home and watching the NHL play in the bubble. You know, it's just really hard to stay and watch when you just want to get out there on the ice. So, I don't know. Logan? Yeah, no, but it was nice to have the NHL, like, when you're at home at nighttime, just like... It's in the summer. You don't get to see that. Well, you've never seen that before, but it's been exciting. But, yeah, no, I worked since, like, full-time from, like, March till, like, last week I quit just to do school and hockey. So just pretty much working full-time throughout the season. And I guess it adds a bit of 
hunger to this season after kind of just losing out on that opportunity to actually fully conclude it, you know, when you when you have a season cancelled halfway through a playoff season. Uh, I mean, how much does that add coming into a new season now that you just want to get out there and kind of pick up where you guys had left off last season? Yeah, you know, we only got two games into the second round against the Cougars and starting off the season playing, um, I think, eight times in a row basically just playoffs part two and I, th- I know for a fact that all the boys are really excited to get back into it kind of feels like unfinished business so uh it's always good to have something to look forward to yeah i love the sounds of that uh denver you know you're going into your second year just like fids you know you you, you came in at 18 and now you're 19 so did you kind of feel more like a rookie last year did you feel more of a vet you know you looked pretty comfortable out there and uh, what are you looking most forward to to your second year with the team well, yeah, you know, it was obviously my first year, so I was a rookie, but I definitely felt more comfortable out there just playing with Logan and obviously having the 8, 9, 10 line play in front of you. They always set the tone every night, and it's really easy to just follow in their steps. And uh, as for this year, I'm hoping to have a way bigger year. Obviously, the two guys next to me probably feel the same. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just being in practice with these guys since we got put together as a line, we already can kind of tell that we're developing more chemistry and I'm just kind of learning how to play with these guys so looking forward to a big year here all right Logan tell me you're I guess it's your fourth year now you know it you're is. like the big man on campus now you got two guys only in their second year if you could give Fids because you know he's only 17 one piece of advice for his second year what would you give him one piece of advice uh be cocky, but not too cocky. <laughs> stay, stay grounded. <laughs> With that advice in mind, Fids, when, when you come into a line like this, particularly when you've got two guys who know each other well from playing together for a long time, how, how do you gel? with these two how do you find yourself all of a sudden you know not necessarily just on the ice but off the ice because i guess having a good off ice relationship helps you guys on the ice when you're playing on a line together yeah um you know just going through practices trying to talk to these guys like trying to figure out how to learn to play with them is really important i think we've done uh, a pretty good job of it so far but i'm definitely learning to uh i'm definitely looking forward to uh getting more close with these guys uh on the ice you know, as for off the ice, uh, we spent a bit of time together just, you know, in the off season, doing uh, whatever. But, um, you know, it's kind of kind of helps uh, transfer over. Uh, but more, I'm just looking to develop our game on the ice here. And, and for Logan and Denver, I mean, do you guys, is there a hazing process? You have to welcome him, initiate him into the line or something along those lines? Yeah, you got to slap him a couple times, but that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> and I mean, for both of you too, I mean, between you, very close in the stats. Uh, Logan, you had 30 points last year, 26 for you. Denver, is there a competitive nature between you two? Like, obviously, you're teammates, you, you want to succeed for the team, but do you kind of look at stats at the end of the season and go, hey, hey, guess what? I got four more points than you at the end of the year or something like that? Yeah, he definitely lucked out with me getting injured a couple times because I definitely would have caught up and got 31. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah, all right, boys. Well, on the topic of stats, you know, you got 8, 9, 10 that, you know, kind of tore it up last year, kind of broke out and just like dominated. It was actually kind of ridiculous at times. So, but for you boys, what, what are you calling? How many points you guys get in this year? I want to hear it right now. All I'm saying is 8, 9, 10, keep your chins up. We're coming for you. <laughs> really? Wow. Wow, they're next week, so... See what they have to say. 
Yeah, actually, uh, well, we want to obviously do our best, and I couldn't see why we couldn't go a point per game, all three of us. And 8, 9, 10, I bet they can do the same. We've got some future Gretzkys here, I think, kind of, you know, talking up. I, I, I like that. I, I mean, I'd love to know when it comes to different lines on the team, when, when you've got that aspect, you know, you're competitive even with those lines and that. Do, do you look at the other lines when they're... I guess doing certain things and kind of is is there trash talking within the team? Like I know you're old teammates, but there's got to be a bit of trash talk. Like come on, guys! Like you know we're we're line number two here. You guys should be you know ten times ahead of us instead of we are. Yeah, you know a little bit of friendly competition, and I like to give it to Bronner a bit. He kind of gets angry at me a little bit sometimes, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, some of the guys that I played with last year, like uh, Sterling, obviously uh, Ben Webb's not here. Uh, but I played with uh, Sterling and uh, Horrocks a little bit throughout the year, so kind of give it to them a little bit in practice sometimes. But you know, they all, everybody plays a different role, and Sterling, those guys just bang in the corners, create opportunities for each other. And they're great lines. Same thing with eight, nine, ten line. Those guys just tore it up. So obviously, there's a little bit of friendly competition, but in the end, we're all still one team. So we just try to make each other better every night. Yeah, I believe we have great depth this year again. And, uh, you know, in practice, uh, the 8, 9, 10 line, we always love to give it to them if we score on them or, you know, defend them well because they obviously get mad at that. So anytime to get them rowdy, you know, we enjoy it. It's all, it's all fun. Who is the biggest trash talker on the team, whether it be to yourselves at training or just, you know, during games themselves? Who, who's, who's Mr. Lippy out there on the ice? Honestly, like playing with Fids at the uh, about halfway through the season last year he just became a different human and just <laughs> some of the things he would say out there and the noises he would make just blew me away I couldn't so honestly he's out there for sure and then there's a couple of others but yeah definitely definitely Fids who's on our line this year yeah, all right, boys. So, um, you know, I was lucky enough to kind of last year get to practice with you guys lots and kind of get to know a lot of you guys, but more on a game day basis. Uh, you know, you guys are going in the room, you guys are trying to get pumped up for the game. Who's taking Ox? Who's got the best, best Ox? Uh, that would be me. That would definitely be really? me. Yeah, I'm definitely taking The best Ox. on the team, for sure? Well, yeah, I mean, if the rookies want to, you know, put in their best little shot, see what they got, but I think I'm definitely taking Ox again this year. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Hands down. <laughs> all right, so. In all seriousness, how, how is the mood in the locker room right now ahead of the season? You're mentioning before kind of almost extended playoffs now against the Cougars with this sort of eight-game stretch you have. But for a season in whole, are you guys feeling confident that this could be a successful year for, for the guys and, and wanting to bring home some silverware this year? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely think we'll we'll be up there with the top teams once again. Um, yeah, we just great off-season signings and everyone comes to practice. They want to work and it's tons of fun in the room. But as soon as we hit the ice, it's that's our game face. You know, we're serious. We want to play and we want to win. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, there's uh, the rivalry with the Cougars still. It's it's going to be an uh, interesting start to the year, but yeah, or we want to we want to do well. We want to come. We want to bring something home this year. I can imagine Fids is in your second year. You haven't quite had that experience as much as these guys. But I mean, how much do you hate the Cougars? Just let, let's be honest right now. How much do you hate the Cougars? Uh, you know, a little bit. Uh. Oh, just a little bit. Hasn't quite built up yet to the the expected levels. Yeah, you know, obviously, like the competitive nature is always there and that series last year even though it wasn't only two games it 
basically felt like seven just everybody's banging everybody's just going as hard as they possibly can and that uh that competition out there i think it's always going to be there throughout this season definitely was throughout last season and uh it's always fun when you get to play those guys just try to one-up them everybody's trying to work their hardest to get the win that night so well, I think while we're on the topic of the Cougars, I'm going to hand this over to Sticky because uh, uh, let, let's throw it to these guys. Sticky, uh, what segment are we about to go to right now? Well, we're back to our weekly segment of Cougars Joke of the Week. And uh, Denver, I believe you're going to ask Logan the joke. Uh, yeah, Logan, uh, what do the Cougars, Harbor Cats, and Shamrocks all have in common besides being based in Victoria? No idea. None of them can play hockey. <laughs> Wow. A little little ruthless there, Denver, but uh, it was kind of funny. And actually, while we're on the topic, uh, Ben, you're going to ask one of these boys a couple of facts about our our owner, Pete Zaburski, and uh, see your guys' knowledge. Yeah, I'm not sure how aware you of uh, the secrets behind Pete Zaburski and kind of some of the things that he actually can do. So it, maybe you are. Again, you might be able to confirm these with me. I'm not too sure. Now, uh, I'm sure all of you are aware it's considered a, a great accomplishment to go down Niagara Falls in a wooden barrel. You know, great achievement that is. But did you know that Pete can actually go up Niagara Falls in a cardboard box? Are you aware of that? Uh, no, no, never heard that one. Well, there you go. Maybe, I don't know if he shared pictures with you or something one time. Um, did you know that when Pete enters a room, he doesn't actually turn lights on, he turns darkness off? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Good so, for you, Pete. Yeah, Good next time next proud. time he's in a room and he turns it there. Um, and also, I'm, I'm not sure if you were aware of this one either, that uh, his dog is trained to pick up its own poop because Pete will not take shit from anyone. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right, there you go. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't know if we're allowed to say that at word uh, there, poop. But um, <laughs> Good thing I wasn't into the mic. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We'll, uh, we'll pretend that didn't happen. You, you guys mentioned your jersey numbers at the beginning of the episode. I, I, as an Australian who, you know, falls in love with hockey more and more, I watch it and everything along those lines, I'm always intrigued to find out how you guys would come up with your numbers. Did, was this any of your actual numbers? Were you just giving it to it? Kind of give me the story behind each of your jersey numbers. Oh, uh, well, behind... Behind mine, I actually wanted to be 16, but the spring camp that I got signed, uh, 16 was already taken. So I was just, I just wanted to take uh, 19 instead because I just flipped the six. And I don't know, my number is 91, so it kept the nine and it kept the one. So. Yeah, I actually didn't know that you wanted 16 there, but that's what I ended up with eventually. Um, my number's uh, usually been 13. I played with that one for most of my life, but uh, I think it's uh, it was either... I just don't think we have 13 uh, as an option. Unlucky 13. We don't have 13. Oh, yeah. Classic. Um, yeah, but uh, I got signed pretty late, and I think 16 was one of the only numbers available, but I wasn't too mad at it. I liked the number, so. Nice number. When uh, when I was 15, when I peed, it was either 55 or 21 they gave me. I'm like, well, I'm not going to be 55, so I'll take 21. <laughs> and then I've been 21 since then. Yeah, so kind of going back to minor hockey, you guys talking about your numbers. Kind of tell me a little bit about minor hockey. Uh, Logan and Denver, you guys played together. What would you say your guys' best memory for minor hockey playing together is? 
Uh, yeah, well, I forget what year we started this, but so when Denver would play left wing, I'd play center. Peewee? Yeah, so I guess in Peewee, we just decided to say, make up some word that sounded like some German word, but I don't think it's actually a word. And I just like, like not scream it, but look at him, just say, say it off the face off. And it would just be like the play we'd do. And everyone back then, like, like kind of slower. And like we were also <laughs> slow, obviously we're, yeah. we're peewee, but like no one really knew how to defend against like certain plays, so we did that and like worked a handful of times. It was kind of funny. Yeah, first time we actually ever did that, it worked, and then and then it didn't work for like twenty times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it worked the first time, so that's all that matters. Yeah, and uh, Lucas, um, when you, before you came to the Panthers, before last year, you played South Island Royals minor midget. So uh, you got to play with Ethan Ewer that year, right? So tell me kind of what your first impression of him was, kind of on the on the minor midget team there. Uh, well, I kind of just walked into the room, looked around, didn't know anybody because I just moved from Toronto. Uh, and then I think one of the first people to actually say anything to me was Reed Fryer, who's playing here now too. Um, and then I think like maybe three practices in, uh, I like looked over at Ethan. I introduced myself to him, and he just didn't say anything. He just didn't <laughs> respond to me. I was like, oh, okay. You just and didn't I say just anything. Just moved on. Yeah. Just just kept on skating. Wow. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> It's just a game face, probably. <laughs> I mean, Captain Serious, like Jonathan Taves. <laughs> I'm intrigued to know what was the German-sounding word that you used. Go for all you, Denver. <laughs> I can't even remember how to say it. <laughs> it, was, it was something along the lines of... Like, started with a... Guishlogen. Guishlogen. I think that sounds... Right. Random. We're in Peewee, and we're just like, this sounds hilarious on the bench. Yeah. Yell that okay. on the draw when you want to chip it forward to me. And you haven't brought it forward to, to the Junior B at all, have you? Or can we bring it back in 2020? Well, I mean, yeah, honestly, maybe. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty rare appearance. I'm actually yeah. dubbing you guys now the Guishlobin line. That's that's what you will be referred to moving forward. That 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 really is um, that simple. Uh, Lucas, what was the adjustment like coming from Toronto to Victoria? Um, you know, it was definitely a big change uh, moving out here. Didn't know anybody. Uh, lived my entire life in Toronto for the most part. Um, it definitely takes a while, but uh, I felt like I fit right in on uh, South Island after a while, and that's kind of what introduced me to the hockey out here, and uh, and then obviously that helped me get out here to where I am now. But um, yeah, it's a big change, uh, but honestly now there's no place I'd rather be than Victoria, so I love it here. Does that make you a Leafs fan? I am a Leafs fan. Yes. Oh, sorry about that. Um, what, what about you, uh, Denver and Logan? What, I mean, NHL, who, who do you support? Are you Canucks? Is it just that simple? Or I, I don't know if I want to talk about mine, but I'm an Oilers fan. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Canucks guy. Canucks. Oh, wow. All three. Wow. This is this is unique. And who are you sort of rooting for right now in the uh, in the playoffs? Is it a kind of a case of you have to go for Dallas because of, of Jamie? Or do you each have a different team you're rooting for? In my case, yeah, I'm going for Dallas just because Jamie, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it's hard to go against Tampa Bay, but I honestly think Bender's bringing the cup home. Yeah, 
don't really care about <laughs> any of the teams in there, but if I did such have, a Leafs fan, if I did have to pick one, I would pick Dallas because of Jamie. Because you'll you'll want to have the day with the cup, right? We're expecting him to bring it back here and kind of you know like, hey guys, he, he's a Stanley Cup. Just chill with it for the day, right? Yeah, I can't wait for the parade here. Yeah, yeah. I I was intrigued. We we spoke um a little bit with Brad last week in regards to karaoke on the team bus on trips. Now I feel this is going to be a regular question uh, that Sticky and I are going to ask. But uh, any of you three involved? And if so, what's the go-to karaoke song? Uh, I I have a lot of go-to karaoke songs. Honestly, I just like I really like music, so I have a lot memorized. Uh, so I I don't really know. It's kind of in the moment I'd have to pick. Yeah, actually, last year um, for the rookie idol, Denver and I went matched up in the finals. He just edged me out a little bit, but I went with the classic Toronto Drake songs. But uh, obviously, the boys didn't like that as well. <laughs> Uh, my first year, I actually was out of town when we won our first bus trip, so I never had to do it, and I still have not done it to this day, so maybe this year's the year. I'll hop on the mic and absolutely tear it up. You think you'll do it this year? Probably not, but we'll see. (laughs) See how I'm feeling that day. Yeah, all right, boys. So uh, it was obviously great to have you guys on and kind of wrapping up. I'd just like to know, like, what's what's your main goal this year to kind of you know last year you guys had a great year what's your main goal to carry on to this year as a team or as, as a, a team and individually as a team obviously we want to we want to get to the finals and win, win the finals obviously to move forward uh but as a line i just i want us to find like find a good chemistry between the three of us and play to the best of our abilities so get as many points for the team as possible but also play our role as a as a line yeah obviously we we want to go for it all i mean who wouldn't uh yeah, we just we we want to go we got we want to go far. We just want to win. I mean, simple as that. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with what they said there. We're we're looking to bring her home this year. Um, as a line, more just find our game together, work on gelling a bit more, and then just tearing it up. We're we're very much looking forward to seeing you guys tear it up. You know, so close to this season started. You know, eight games against the Cougars is going to be uh, great to watch, and really is a pleasure to have you all three on the show today. I actually just want to say, in, in researching you each beforehand, uh, I found you all have alter egos. Actually, uh, Logan, you're a painter in London. I don't know if you've ever been to loganspears.com. But uh, don't know if you're good. Moonlighting as a painter, or back in grade six, I used to Google myself to see like what what would pop up, and boom, I'm a painter. I realized yeah. I'm like maybe have to go to London someday and there be a painter. You, he he could be like super fan. You could get into some places over there. You never know. Um, Denver, you are a dentist in Melbourne, in my home country of Australia. Doctor Denver Maloney. Uh, you want to do some dental work while you're here, or? Uh, yeah, that's actually me. Me and uh, Riley's dad, Lauren Braun, uh, actually run a dental clinic here in Sydney. Uh, that's really nice. There you go. All right, sweet. And uh, Lucas, I couldn't find uh, Luke and Tom, uh, Lucas Thompson Fids, but I did just find a simple Lucas Thompson who uh, over in Prince Edward Island was a chef who turned into a professional gamer. So I'm uh, not, not too sure if that might be you as well. Uh, yeah, I, don't know. I actually lived on Prince Edward Island for a little bit when I was really young, but you know, didn't really pursue a gaming career there yet, but might have to go back and... Uh and uh, get it started. Yeah, you could do the opposite, become a game, then do a chef career or something like that. Guys, it has been a pleasure having you on. I'm going to hand it over to Sticky to wrap it up, but uh, thank you very much, and I look forward to speaking some German words this year when we uh, talk a little <laughs> yeah, bit more thanks. about you. Thanks a lot. All right, yeah, thanks, boys. It was unreal this week, and uh, for the rest of you listening, we'll see you next week. Yeah.